Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Next week, May 6th, marks the return of Sam Raimi and Doctor Strange to theaters in the film Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That also means that this week is a perfect time to revisit the first film. So, we should go ahead and announce the movie. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Mads Mikkelsen, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, and Tilda Swinton. This is the 2016 Scott Derrickson-directed Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch plays the title role of Dr. Stephen Strange, who is a sure-of-himself, arrogant surgeon who believes he's a rock star simply because he does miracles. He seems to pick and choose which clients he will take on for surgeries, which sadly is common in real life. Dr. Stephen Strange is living the good life until all of that is taken away from him when he's going to speak at a convention and gets in a car accident. This was a car accident that Stephen Strange was lucky to have survived. However, his hands did not. So his one gift, his one talent to the world got taken away from him. Traditional medicine is failing him because there's simply no way to regenerate the nerves or reconnect the ones that are dead in his hands. Dr. Stephen Strange then goes to Nepal where he finds the Ancient One, played by Tilda Swinton, who teaches him magic and a way to heal himself. This is where he must make a decision to repair his hands using magic and sorcery or use his magic and sorcery for a different purpose. Along the way, Dr. Stephen Strange finds out that the Earth is protected by three sanctums, with one former member of the temple, Cassilius, played by Mads Mikkelsen, who leads a group of banished sorcerers himself, trying to usher in a new dark era on Earth in an effort to obtain immortality. First things first on this one. Whenever I watch a Marvel film, I am always cautiously optimistic on them. I did get a little burnt out on the Marvel machine, starting with probably one of the best films in the MCU, which was Captain America The Winter Soldier. At the time when viewing that film, I couldn't place my finger on it, but there was something off about it. There was something that even though it was a very different film from other films in the MCU, it all felt too similar. And I think that had to do with the color grading and the Marvel look, which to be honest was one of the worst looks of films, and I'm glad that Marvel and Disney wisely made their films look a lot better in the later MCU films than what they looked like in the earlier part. It all kind of just led to a... I'm tired of this and I don't really care to see it. However, I'm usually surprised when I do check them out that I do enjoy them. It's not that I hate Marvel films and that I'm 100% against them. I just think that they probably interlock too well. But that's one of the main selling points of the MCU films. So while others love that, I'm kind of over it. Thankfully, as it's going on, we're getting much more visually interesting films as well as films and TV shows that feel a little bit more organic. Sure, they play into the greater story, 
but the films really do feel like more their own thing and more of a separate piece, which is what I'm seeking from the Marvel films. A lot of viewers really don't care for this approach. I do because it allows them to feel a little bit more fresh. Doctor Strange isn't 100% entirely immune to the MCU formula, but it thankfully, like Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy, it kind of feels a little bit more separate than what some of the other films do. I think this definitely works in its favor. There are a lot of things that we've seen in other MCU films as well as comic book films in general, such as little twists and turns. The Ancient One is a good character, however they're feeding off of the dark energy. We've seen that type of thing before. Doctor Strange wants to think that, hey, the Ancient One is an enemy, but she's really not. These little things that spring up in these comic book films are usually resolved very quickly. In Doctor Strange, that's no exception. I'd say that that plot point is probably tied up within 20 minutes, so it doesn't really have a big bearing on the story in general. Is it a missed opportunity? Possibly, but I don't think they really needed to focus too much on it. This is also a Marvel film where some of the most interesting stuff that happens is within the first hour and a half of the movie. I really do enjoy the hero's journey. I like to see how a hero started out, especially when they're a reluctant hero. They thought that their life was calling them in one way, and instead they found that they can serve a better and bigger purpose doing something else. I really did like the idea that Doctor Strange had to lose everything, only to regain a different talent later, such as when he becomes a sorcerer. He needed to go on that journey of losing everything, losing his one gift, where you could say it's his God-given gift, and he had a little bit of a God complex. It's nice to see him lose that. Benedict Cumberbatch is excellent in these moments. I think that's probably why he chose the role. It's a little bit different than some of the other Marvel films. Even the humor of this one is different. We don't have that arrogant style of humor that seemed to go through a lot of the early phase one MCU films. Instead, a lot of the humor feels slapsticky. I think it works out well. It really does feel like a breath of fresh air compared to the humor of the earlier films. The humor of the phase one films just kind of got old and tiresome feeling. I even think that Doctor Strange is the first time that an MCU film was interesting visually. The earlier moments do have that drab MCU Marvel film look. It's difficult to describe, but it feels very gray, blue, washed out. Very much visually unappealing for me. However, all of that changes when Doctor Strange takes his trip to the multiverse. It's almost like a vision quest type of idea. When we see all of this, it's very colorful. It's very visually pleasing. It also looks great in 3D, which sadly a lot of us will not be able to see anymore because Blu-ray 3D at home doesn't truly exist anymore. It's still around, but it's also on life support. I think the last one that I can remember that was released, which was surprising, is the 2021 version of Dune. Of course, we could also make the argument that physical media is kind of on life support itself because we are being 
force-fed the idea of streaming with how it's easier, it doesn't take up room in your house or your apartment, this and that. However, streaming should scare everybody, especially when Disney themselves has taken to editing down different films and TV shows for content on their very own Disney Plus service. But that would be a different topic for a different episode. So, if nothing else, Doctor Strange is the first time that I believe Marvel had a visually interesting film. It was a trend that would continue to later films such as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Thor Ragnarok, which both of those films are products of Marvel taking criticism for their films not really popping as far as visuals. I would say that they course corrected very well, give credit where credit is due, and I actually like the way the newer MCU films look. It would be fun if they would go back and recolor time a lot of their earlier releases. If they were to release those on physical media, I may rebuy them if they were to do such a thing. If I would have to say about favorite MCU films, I think Doctor Strange is probably one of my favorite ones. Mostly for the story it tells, it is super engaging. It's a little bit of a confusing story, but it doesn't really let the viewer be confused, if that makes sense. They could have really made a film that was made a film that was a whole bunch of gobbledygook, and thankfully it's not. It's a very engaging story. It feels small, yet big. It also has some great casting. I love the fact that Mads Mikkelsen is in this movie as the villain. He plays a great villain. He's a little bit more sinister here than what we've seen in other things that he's done, such as Casino Royale or the excellent TV show Hannibal. But just like in those other villain roles that Mads Mikkelsen was in, you understand his reasons. You have Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. He's definitely a character that you love to hate. He has a little bit of that Dr. House type of mentality about him, that arrogance, but it's never too much where you don't want to see him succeed. The other ones such as Benedict Wong as the character of Wong, he provides some good comic relief, especially with his disapproving of Dr. Strange's efforts to find out more about this mysterious temple. Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, she's pretty good in the role as well. I know there was much controversy around this because Marvel was essentially whitewashing the role. I understand the complaints about it, however, she really does do a good job here. Again, there's a little bit of a sympathetic edge to what she was doing, even if she was harnessing evil power simply so she could live forever. I would also have to say the final conversation between the Ancient One and Doctor Strange is probably one of my favorite moments in the movie. It feels very genuine and even a little bit poetic. Chiwetel Ejiofor is also good in his role. I just wish that it would have been fleshed out a little bit more as far as some of his motivations. He claims that he was in the same position as what Doctor Strange is in himself. However, we never get the backstory with that. I know that they don't want to make films too long, but it would have just been nice to see a little bit more of his motivations and his backstory. Overall, Doctor Strange is not a perfect film by any means. It is a Marvel film, which you pretty much know what you're getting whenever you put one of these on. However, this one was one of the different ones. 
it's a film that is a fun watch. I think the villain is kind of cool. I know he's not shown very much because the actual villain, Doramamu, is a big giant head and he's supposed to be a demon, so I guess it would have been nice to see him look more demonic, but maybe people would have had an issue with that. Doctor Strange is a film that I sadly didn't catch in theaters because I thought that I really didn't care about Doctor Strange. I still don't really care about the character too much, but I do like the movie a lot and it winds up being one of my favorite films in the MCU. I was wrong to miss this one in theaters. Sadly, I'll never get that chance to see the first one in 3D in a theater, but the home presentation in 3D is pretty awesome as well. This is a film from 2016, which is odd because that means it was six years ago that this came out, which is hard to believe in itself and I honestly don't know where the time went. But the good news there is that the movie definitely holds up and still remains one of my favorite MCU films. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can go ahead and contact me at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Tell two friends for that matter. Or if you do have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue to create new content. But with that being said, be kind and good night.